possible. Jolly holiday. Happy holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Towards the night before Christmas, and all through the house, there's one bottle left for two guys, but not for the mouse. Let's say, let's say something that rhymes with house. <laughs> not for the mouse. The mouse doesn't get any whiskey. Or the possum, no. I should say. Or the possum, yeah, exactly. What was that, Shia La Possum? Shia yeah, Shia La Possum. Oh, man. Well... It is time Zaku, to... Zakun Efron, that's the other one. Zakun Efron. <laughs> it is time to polish off the last of the Whiskey Advent that's right. calendar. We are, we are uh, on the final, final day. We've cracked open every little door. It is Christmas Eve. Brant, uh, what better way to spend Christmas Eve than with my buddy down at the speakeasy? And uh, the wives are asleep. We can, uh, we can get into some trouble. And uh, go back and uh, give Santa's milk and cookies. Yep. The uh, the eggnog may have ruined our palates, but hopefully we can get through this last one and, and have some decent tasting notes to see what it's all about. Do you drink eggnog so. on a regular basis or in the holidays? Uh, I don't drink eggnog on a regular basis during the holidays, um, but I will partake in special occasions in an eggnog daiquiri. Okay. Because um, those are things down here. Um, I can't remember the last time I had eggnog. I couldn't tell you the last time I had like a milky glass of, you know, Christmas vacation eggnog out of a moose, you know, <laughs> out of a moose, bowwinkle, moose horn glass. Now, there is whiskey that goes into that, right? So typically Southern Comfort. Yeah, Southern Comfort. So not whiskey, but Southern Comfort. Well, Southern Comfort. I mean, now Southern Comfort actually has a variant that's the 80 proof that's actually whiskey oh, based. So, so they have 70 and 100. So 70 is the classic, it's, and it's and it really is a liqueur at heart. Mm-hmm. P- people think of it as a whiskey, but I mean it's a it's a spiced liqueur, I guess. The 70 the 70 proof. Yeah. And then there's a 100 proof of the basically the same thing, just a hunt, just a higher proof. But then now they have a black label, um, eighty proof that is actually whiskey based, and I, and it's made, it's owned by Sazerac Co. So really? word on the street is it is uh, Buffalo Trace distillate whiskey. So we, we think we th- speculate it's probably like benchmark uh, benchmark bourbon at the base of Soco eighty. So benchmark bourbon infused with the classic Southern Comfort flavors. And I will tell you, we I did this launched probably two years ago, um, and we went to the launch party in New Orleans, and they ha- were serving um, Southern lemonades, and it was Soco 80 and just like Minute Maid lemon juice, and it was pretty fantastic. I bet that would be good. Um, really refreshing on a summer day. Absolutely, and it was hot. It was hot during the summer when we launched, and it was, um, like I said, it was just whis- whiskey with the Soco spices and lemonade. But I mean, people drink it. People drink it with cola. I mean, obviously, Soco and Soco and lime shots, but uh, in in eggnog is a, is a thing. And then there's people that man just like it on the rocks. It's yeah, crazy. But um, but yeah. So if you if you do want to taste the like to taste what Southern Comfort is, it is a a Southern blend of of spices, um, and it's. 
kind of that I guess more baking spice. It's not like cayenne pepper. Yeah, it's not um, like it's not like you know, fireball. It's, it's it's like holiday spices almost yeah. kind of a, a, a technique, you know, say and uh, but if you want it to be whiskey based, man, look for the black label eighty proof and yeah. it's, it's drinkable. I think Maker's so. Mark has like a recipe for uh, eggnog. I'm sure. I'm sure, but it's definitely a whis- you know. Whiskey a whiskey based drink whatever the shit eggnog is if well, anyone look. actually knows what eggnog is at <laughs> <laughs> well look we aren't drinking eggnog tonight uh, tonight no, we're, we're down on the speakeasy on Christmas Eve and it's time to break into this thing so what do we got here we got some we have number no- 24 another extra old particular from Douglas Lang and it is Glen Spey 21 year old cast number 12952 so this was distilled uh, just as I'm finishing my first semester of freshman year high school. Yeah. Extra old. Extra old particular. We had one of these just recently. That was the 30-year-old, I think? Yeah, like two days ago? Yeah, a couple days ago. Is that the... The Dravan. 30-year-old. This one's light. For Look, for 21 years, this does not have much color to it. It is, re- but the, but that thirty year old didn't didn't either. No, no, it didn't. Although that had a lot more color. This is a single refill hogshead, um, ex American oak bourbon barrel that uh, that matured from January nineteen ninety seven to November of two thousand eighteen. Um, Spay. Let's see. There's there's not too much about Glenspey, um, the distillery. I think it's a fairly new one. I'm pretty sure it's Man, not. This is it's not that old. Glen Spey. Oh, this is an interesting. Actually, no, it's pretty old. It's uh, 1878. Jesus. Yeah, it was found in 1878. It's located in Roths uh, near Abalor. So, right in the mm. middle, the heart of Speyside. This is Speyside at its finest. It is um, uh, Diageo. They have uh, they have four stills. And uh, they have been mostly used in their blend J and B. So, whiskey from Glen Spey is mostly used in the J and B uh, big giant bottle you'll see at the bottom of the whiskey shelf. So this is almost straw yellow, or, or man, I mean, hinging on almost lemonade. I, f- I feel like it's got a lot of the, like yellow to yeah, light straw. A lot of yeller. Nose and, is really um, sweet. Nose is very sweet. Juicy. It's got that juicy yep, barley. The juicy barley from Speyside. And you know what? This is this is kind of funny. This is not a note that we've really had before, but doing this uh, doing this whiskey out of my calendar, we've got we've come across a lot of juicy barley from these Speyside whiskeys, and it's now a note we can pick out pretty easily. Which is the whole point of the whiskey advent calendar. To, yeah. to educate your palate. There is some spice, but it's very, very subtle. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean this still does have a fifty one point one percent ABV. Can't tell what that so is. Also I also get a like milk chocolate. Yeah, there's some chocolate notes in there. Um, this is definitely—it's got like a Mounds bar too. 
Oh yeah, that's the one with the coconut, right? It it is. I mean, mountains has coconut, almond joys almonds, right? And coconut. And coconut. All, chocolate coconut ones. Almond joys got nuts. Mounds, mounds don't. don't. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. right. There you go. That's <laughs> how, that. That's the. Uh, that's the thing. Yeah, there is like a coconutty chocolate flavor. Just very, very, very light. You know, it's crazy because it's it's crazy how you can just trip your brain out. Because if I think about chocolate and coconut, I can smell that over juicy barley. But if I think about juicy barley, it's right back. Right back in the in the front. Right back in the in the front. Yeah. Mounds yeah. Maybe the, the the spice I think might be like a hint of oak. Just a hint, but it's really not oaky. All right. Well, I'm I'm hoping this is yep. this is rolling into the taste. So. All right. Let's see what we got here. Wow, it's mm. a lot of vanilla. This, the bourbon really comes through on this one. Lots of vanilla. Good oak spice. Mm. Toffee. Like a like a really rich. Butterscotch toffee, almost like Werther's original. Or, by the way, we are literally combining the oldest candies you can imagine, like the old man candies, Mounds <laughs> and Werther's original. Oh, it's like I just went to my grandparents' house. <laughs> right. Yeah, the only thing that's missing is the black licorice. <laughs> oh, and those little. Did you did you ever have the uh, little strawberry candies that the wrapper looked like us? The wrapper looked like a strawberry. Yeah. The ones in the strawberry wrapper? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is good. It's good on the palate. Very vanilla. Although, I gotta say, quite light for the proof that it is. It's not as... It's not as creamy. Hmm. It's not as rich... Uh, like oily on the palate for a 51.1 I mean it's got a light ethanol burn yeah but not heavily on the finish there. but it's a it's a short finish it's not a I don't know I, I think it's a short finish it, it's a it's, it's, it is a short finish there's no doubt about it a pretty short finish for a 51 percent Yeah, I just can't pull a whole lot out of the finish. It doesn't give me. It doesn't give me a ton. Yeah, there's oak on the finish. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and a little bit of like burnt sugar. Not like, you know, not overly burnt sugar, but like caramelized sugar. Um. But not molasses. It's not like as, it's not syrupy. It's just like again, very light finish. Hmm little bit of like leathery note to it as well. I was about to say, there's something, yeah. And see, that's what I was kind of saying. It's kind of a dryish, but I almost kind of get leathery in, in the, even in the palate. Yeah, there is, there is like a leathery note throughout the palate and finish. And not bad. It's not, it's not, does, it's not bad. It kind of actually complements the toffee and the vanilla somehow. 
I wouldn't say I would expect this. If you if you handed this to me, told me to drink it, I would have put a 21-year-old age statement on it. You would not? No, I don't think so. No, no, no way in hell. I would I would have called it, again, color does things to it. Um, I would have probably called this a 12-year-old at most. If you if you told me this was a single cask, and told Here's me told me it was a refill, and then said guess the age on it, I would have said ten. Here's the thing: if based off of what I see or we see every day from, you know, I I, I kind of call it the big the big four single malts: the Macallan, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, Balvini, twelve year mark, and yeah. the color that, that that those are at twelve years. There's no way if you handed me this glass, I would have told you this was a 12-year scotch before nosing it, no. before anything. Just based on color alone. Based on color I know, alone, I would have said I'm, 8 to 10. I'm, I'm saying I know what... I mean, I'm looking on the shelf right now at Macallan 12-year... Oh, yeah, it's dark. Sherry and Double Oak and Triple Cask, and they're all... I would say those are black compared to this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, w- I would you have know? called this probably a 10 to... T- 10. No, 8 to 10 on yeah. the color alone... Even on the palate, I would say, like, if, if you didn't give me the age statement on this and you told me to taste it, give me give me some notes on it, I would have said, 10-year-old whiskey. It's not, like, again, for for 21 years in the, in the barrel, it should have more creaminess to it. And it does have some creaminess to it. But, again, a, that creamy toffee butterscotch that is it's classic Speyside. And, honestly, I compare this to Glen Roth's. If you've ever had the Glenroth sherry cast finish, it's very butterscotch, very heavy on that toffee note. That's what this is, but that's only 12 years old. And honestly, that's what this tastes like. This tastes like a 12-year-old Glenroth. And I don't know if I have a note on that because I've had a bottle of that. I, I drank I drank the whole bottle. Not in one mm. sitting, but I don't know if I have that in my notes. I don't. But it reminds me of the Glen Ross 12, or the Glen Ross Sherry Cast Finish, which is 12 years old. Good, not terrible. But, Brant, are you spending $310 on this one? Dude, not not if you gave me the $310. <laughs> if you gave me the $310, I'll go buy McAllen 18. Yeah, or rare cask, or, or yeah, yeah, anything else. There's a lot of other bottles I could buy for three hundred ten dollars in this, um, and that's going to weigh heavily on the score. And it's sad this this finishes up the whiskey advent calendar, but it's kind of what what the whole thing is about. It's a journey from different single cask whiskeys and seeing what things do to the cask, seeing how they finish them, how it's aged, the mature, the maturation rate, the the barrel. Um, yeah. The distillate. You know, I don't know what, you know, uh, look, this is, I, I've never had J&B scotch, but if their younger stuff goes into J&B scotch, there's no way in hell I'm drinking it. No, look, J, J&B is absolutely a... Oh, it's a, a bottom well, shelf I mean, it's a well gun. brand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's... Probably a, it's probably a scotch above rot gut, but it's absolutely definitely bottom shelf. Um, and look, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll cut to it. I'm gonna give this, I'm gonna give this an 80 strictly because it's 
drink. Okay, when we when I get below eighty, it's kind of like, man, I don't even know if I would would drink this again. If oh you no, gave no, it to no. Me. it's drinkable. This is this is drinkable. It it's is drinkable. It's, it's drinkable. It's solid. It's not, you know, it's not the worst thing that we had in this calendar. It's not the worst thing we had on the show. Um, it, I would say, it does what it's supposed to do. It literally gets an eighty because it's got a twenty-one year mark on it. Well, look, uh, you know, if this if this didn't have if this didn't have a yeah. twenty-one year mark on it, if this had a twelve, okay, compare this to McAllen ten. I still think McAllen oh, no, 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 no. ten is probably better, way better. Well, what I'm saying is, is this would be more comparable to that. You're not going to stack this up against. You're not going to drink this against Balvini 21 Portwood. You're not going to drink this about against Glenfiddich 21 Rum Cask. You're not going to drink this against McAllen in the 20, you know, in the 20 range. There's a 21 McAllen. You're not going to drink this against that. I mean, I look you're back. Not, you're not gonna, I look back. You're not going to drink it against any of that. I look back at the the 20 plus year old whiskeys that I've had. Uh, Glendronach. You don't even want to know what that score is. The is Parliament. It, yeah, that was a 97. Yeah, yeah exactly. Lismore 21 uh, again not you know it's 21 it years in, parliament. in it selected cherry cast that's a 91 uh, Kirk shit Kirkland 20 uh, Kirkland Costco's brand of scotch 87 this to me this to me is an 80 it's it is drinkable it's not horrible but there's no way I would buy this for what they want for the price on that bottle. So I gave Parliament a, a 90, and every time I see it, it's in one of my one of my accounts. Every time I see it, I'm, I want to pull the trigger on it, but it's just too Hold, fucking expensive. Look, it's too expensive. But go. What, what, first of all, what is the what is the account going to charge you on it? I uh, I want to say I looked at it today. It was probably close to 250. Okay, go on to little tip. There is there's one thing we learned about the spirit company that we bought this thing from. You can buy the Glen, the Glendronach Parliament, for about hundred eighty dollars shipped to you, and that saves you seventy bucks. And honestly, two fifty for the Glendronach Parliament. One hundred seventy-four thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Damn, that is. Yeah, it's cheaper than I could buy it wholesale. Yeah, and and even with a thirty-dollar or twenty-dollar shipping charge, uh it's uh, it's well worth it. Damn. I would pay that for that. Two fifty is is the standard going rate for it. It is it is hard to pull that trigger unless you're like a once a year thing. And, and honestly, for me, it's a once a year thing as well. But that's one I want to always have in my collection. This I don't. I would never need it in my collection because it wasn't that good. Yeah. So look, it's been a fun experience, Brant. This uh, single cask whiskey advent calendar has been a lot of fun. We'll do something different next year. Uh, we'll do a different calendar next year, but this was fun. Something with less scotch and <laughs> yeah. more bourbon. You know, maybe we'll have to do the American whiskey. It's uh, American whiskey and bourbon. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, maybe, you know what, Scott? Maybe these things come out like October 1st. Maybe we'll do like, we'll do a poll for two weeks. Yeah. And let, and let the members choose what... What we go with. That would be, be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. You know? They can choose which calendar we buy. Uh, FYI, we're not buying the old and rare one, which is like $10,000. No, we'll, no, we'll have to narrow it down. <laughs> unless, we'll unless have to someone, narrow it down. To, look, unless someone wants to gift that to us, we will gladly taste that and give you our notes on it. 
Oh, well, 100%. <laughs> 100%. But it's been a lot of fun, and we've had it, we've had a lot of fun bringing these to you. Um, we hope you enjoyed them. If you, if you have, look, pledge month is coming up. So January to the end of February, we're going to be doing, um, actually, no, starting now, really, uh, we're going to be doing the pledge drive. So if you want to invite people to join the, the, uh, the BSEA, join the whiskey, uh, underground, we want them to not only subscribe to the podcast, but also join the whiskey, uh, join the BSEA group on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash BSEA podcast. You invite them. They put in who referred you and whether or not they've joined, they've subscribed to the podcast. They're entered into a contest to win uh, a dram of 2018 George T. Stag, 2019 George T. Stag. Uh, what's your, what's the handy that we're doing? Is that 2017? Ah, uh, man. I have to look and see which one's open. Give me two seconds. Yeah. He's, G's has the night off, so he's not, um, He's not there to get the bottle for us. This this one that is open is a. Bum, bum, bum. Where's the laser code? Should be on the bottom. It's, it's gotta be a seventeen. I think it's a seventeen. We're just gonna say it's a seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Uh, so a seventeen Thomas Handy Sazerac uh, Rye Whiskey. It's the from also from the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. But then also we're going to be opening up a bottle of Weller 12, which is pretty pretty hard to find nowadays. Yeah. Yep. Um, getting a little harder to find. Weller's coming out with kind of some special some special stuff, but the 12 year is always the one that's sought after, you know? Yeah, so everyone uh, so everyone who enters, who joins the, the BSEA podcast and subscribes will be getting a chance to, to win those. But also, if you've referred and if you've you've recruited members to the Secret Speakeasy, you'll be entered into. So the more members you recruit, the more entries you'll get. Those with the most entries may have the best chance of winning. And we'll randomly draw two from the new members and then two from the referring members to win a set of these tastings. And we'll, uh, we'll send you these and uh, you'll be able to, uh, to have some pretty fine and rare whiskeys. This is 18. 18. Okay, so 18 handy, 18 stag, 19 stag, and Weller 12. And by the way, I think we did Weller 12 uh, way back on an early, 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 early short pour. It's really good. You're not going to hate it. So, Scott, what did you give this tonight? This one I gave an 80. You know what? I think I gave it an 87 originally, but I kind of want to bring it down to like an 85 because the more I'm kind of drinking it. Oh, wait, no, I gave it an 80. 80. Yeah. Wait, just you gave it this an 80 as well? So we 80. both give it an 80? Yep. It's, Two 80s. It's good. Not great. Fun. Yeah. You're not going to hate it, but I wouldn't spend 30, uh, 300 bucks on it. Well, Scott, can't wait uh, to see what uh, Santa Claus, Sandy Claus brings you tonight well hopefully and, hopefully uh, my wife will listen to our uh, our episode about yeah. the whiskey gifts <laughs> we'll find out Hope. we'll find out still in December still rye month hope rye's are keeping you guys warm with this cold weather it's kind of getting crazy out and uh, look forward to seeing all the new recruits 
in January and uh, finding out about what you and your friends are, friends are drinking then. So, um, happy holidays and Merry Christmas, everybody. Scott, any closing remarks before you wrap this up? No, it's been a lot of fun. I want to say, Brant, thanks for indulging the 24 Days of Whiskey. Um, it's It's been a lot of fun doing this each and every day with you, getting down here on the speakeasy and uh, and just having a dram and getting away from life. It's been a lot was of this fun. An in, was it an indulge or was it a binge? Uh, it's an indulge. We didn't binge. <laughs> we indulged. Indulge. You know, it was nice to get down and get away from the world uh, each and every single day. But uh, I need to uh, need to get back to the gym. I hear that. I hear that. But so uh, so look, I will say as we as we say good night for the final time on the whiskey advent calendar. Until next year, when we do this again, Brand, if you came here to learn, drink what you learn. If you came here to share. Share what you drink. If you came in here a stranger, may you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure, drink drink up. up. Merry Christmas, everyone. And to all, a good night. Good night.